Hey, history lovers, I'm Mike Rosenwald with Retropod, a show about the past rediscovered. Robert Mueller. Now there's a name you've probably been hearing a lot of. Special counsel Robert Mueller is a mystery man, perhaps the most private public figure in Washington. The Justice Department appointing former FBI Director Robert Mueller as a special counsel to oversee their investigation into possible coordination between Russia and the Trump campaign. Washington is bracing for the release of special counsel Robert Mueller's report on the Russia investigation. As lives in public service go, Mueller's has been, what's the right word? Well, stressful. During a four-decade career in law enforcement, Mueller served in many key posts, including FBI director in the aftermath of the September 11th terrorist attacks. And of course, he just served as special counsel investigating Russian interference in the 2016 election, one of the most high-profile investigations in U.S. history. Stressful, right? Well... Uh, I think one of the things that's really important to think about and understand in how he has approached being special counsel is that from Mueller's perspective, probably, this is no more than the third hardest job he's ever had. That's Garrett Graff, the author of two books about Mueller, including a new scribbed original ebook called Mueller's War. If the aftermath of 9-11 and investigating a president were tough, Graf says those jobs weren't nearly as difficult or as life-changing as Mueller's adventures in the jungles of Vietnam following his graduation from Princeton University. He was a Marine, Lieutenant Robert Swan Mueller III. Mueller doesn't speak that much about the war, but he did in 2013 during a commencement address at William and Mary College. As an undergraduate, I had one of the finest role models I could have asked for, and an upperclassman by the name of David Hackett. He was on our 1965 lacrosse team. He was not necessarily the best on the team, but he was a determined and a natural leader. As Mueller was preparing to graduate, he and his friends faced, as he put it, a decision about how they would respond to the war. We knew that David was in Vietnam serving as a platoon commander in the Marine Corps. And the spring of 67, he volunteered for a second tour of duty. But on April 29th, as he led his men against a North Vietnamese Army contingent, David was killed by a sniper's bullet just south of the DMZ. The death of Hackett, a popular role model to Muller and many other Princeton students, did not make Muller angry about the war, nor did it make him or his friends want to avoid it. Mueller did what he saw as the honorable thing. He enlisted to serve his country. The war that he joined in 1968 was very different than the one that he had enlisted in in 1966-1967. This was after the Tet Offensive. This was uh, at the height of the combat operations. And Mueller found himself plunged into some of the most severe and fierce fighting that the U.S. ever faced in Vietnam. It wasn't long before Mueller found himself leading a platoon of men in brutal combat atop a hill called Mudder's Ridge, 
a battle for which he'd be awarded the Bronze Star for Valor. His unit was rushed in to help rescue an ambushed platoon as they faced more than 200 North Vietnamese Army regulars. And Muller's unit uh, took withering fire atop Mutter's Ridge. Uh, They lost several members of their platoon to fatally, and Muller uh, led his platoon um, to defend the hill for the better part of eight hours um, and ultimately rescued two Marines who had been wounded and brought them back to U.S. lines. Muller wanted to continue in the Marines after the war, but his wife was opposed to that idea. He went to law school and then into law enforcement. In interviewing those who served with and under Lieutenant Muller, Graf says he heard the same assessment repeatedly. He was seen as a great leader uh, and performed uh, heroically, literally, uh, under fire uh, in Vietnam. Quiet, yet fiercely determined, Muller never wanted to be the center of attention. In fact, some of the former Marines who Graf interviewed did not know what became of him. He was just their lieutenant. Now, he'll almost undoubtedly be remembered for decades to come as an important figure in American history. And if our current political climate endures, he'll be remembered as a hero to some and an enemy to others. And the incoming fire? For Lieutenant Muller, it never really ended. As he says, you know, you, no one knows how they will react to being under fire until they're under fire. I'm Mike Rosenwald. Thanks for listening. For more forgotten stories from history, visit WashingtonPost.com slash Retropod.